everybody and welcome to Thrillers. I'm joined as always with Chris Ronalds. How you doing Chris? Fucking brilliant Alan. How are you? I am amazing. Uh, today we are also joined with uh, a few of our housemates at Nationals. We've got Jonathan Draggett, uh, Oscar Felberg, Gareth Morgan and uh, Darren State-Smith. Um, we have been out to dinner, we have had a couple whiskeys, so... Bear with us, crew, but say hello, everybody. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> All right, so we've got a massive plot to get through, so we're going to try to run through it quickly while I keep six people's attention. Um, we were going to gloss past it, but we have to touch on the Ruffy Social Day. Why do we have to touch on the Ruffy Social Day, Chris? I'm not sure. There's a couple of good scores out there, I, th- I heard. Yeah, and what were they? Um, I, I heard Darren Stay Smith rocked up and uh, managed a minus eight. Yep. Tidy. Um, Oscar Felberg, also at the table, managed also a minus eight. Very tidy as well. A lesser known eagle, um, who shut their bed at doubles today, Aiden Howard, also made a minus eight. Not bad. Also, a lesser known eagle, who's a pretty good golfer, Leo Dykes, minus eight. Yep. So there you go, some good scores. That's good scores. That must have been the best score from the weekend then, yeah? Uh, no. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Just a mere five strokes ahead of that. Uh... Who was that? And Mr. Chris Ronald. Oh, look at him go. See Ron 13 down. Haven't you Ooh, been real trash? I have though? played good golf again. <laughs> I can play good golf. Minus 13. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> now, nah, well done. That was very hot. I was on your card. Um, a couple missed parts too. Like, it could have mm. been better. You were very good from C2. I'm not trying to play it down, but there was a couple where you thought you might add it. This could have been a very, very special round. Mm. Uh, but course record, 13, course record, right? Yeah, equal course record. I wanted to take it down. And if you look at purely metrics, it looks like I pulled an Allen. It looks like I got six birdies in a row. <laughs> Excellent. But we we didn't we started we started on hole eight, so I didn't actually pull six oh. birdies in a row. But on metrics, it looks like I'm capable of an Allen. Nah, well, well done to you, Neg thirteen. Very impressive. Uh, Martin Go Neg nine, and yeah, all the others you mentioned. Great work. Uh, I was in there in Neg six. Uh, you didn't mention that, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> same as Marcus Vallotta, best player in Australia. Uh, just quietly, but. <laughs> Not too bad. We won't spend too much time on it, but uh, Leah Thoroughgood was the uh, handicap winner. So, uh, well done to Leah. Great work there. And Christine Walker, not too far behind. Marcus Vallotta, second bottom handicap. Rough. Rough. That explains a lot because we had the same score. um, (laughs) Thanks uh, thanks for throwing that one right out there. That's all right. You're good. (laughs) Uh, and then uh, what happened with the the leaderboard? We talked that there was potential for a shake-up. And that somebody could uh, take over Ryan Deere as the number one player for season two. Did it happen? You may have heard that I just mentioned Aiden's name. I did not mention Ryan Deere's. No. So I don't know what Ryan Deere shot, but apparently it was poo. And Aiden was minus eight. So ring-a-ding-ding, Aiden comes in with 95 points to knock out his 67. Mm Mm-hmm. Was it enough? Fall short by two and a bit oh, points. Oh, wow. Ryan Deer, two league days, two league seasons in a row. Ryan Deer, first ever league season winner. Correct. Play, never played league before. Correct. League season winner, backs it up next league. Kid can play golf. Yeah. Uh, takes down Aiden, followed by none other than Stat Pendo. Stat Pendo in third. Very impressive. Peter Chu in fourth. One ahead of our man Chris Ronalds in fifth. Very well, very well done by you. Uh, Narada in sixth, Taryn Anderson. Taryn Anderson, one ahead of Marcus Vallotta. 
<laughs> Can you believe it? Oscar's laughing. What do we got? You th- <laughs> did you see Taron Anderson finishing one ahead of Marcus Fallon? I haven't even seen Taron at a social day. He's been at every social day, so I don't know how you've missed him. Um, he's played some very horrible golf, and he's played some very good golf. Just, just look at. I'm not trying to throw you under the bus here, Taron. I'm looking at your scores. So 100 you get for a win, correct? Correct. So Taron has a 23 that doesn't count to his score, a 27 that doesn't count to his score, and a 55 that doesn't count to his score. So let's reiterate: a 55 that doesn't count to his score, and a half of that twice that doesn't count to his score. So. Has played some horrendous disc golf, but has played some very good disc golf as well. And, more importantly, has played a lot of disc golf. Yes. You gotta show up. If you don't show up, you can't win. So I don't give a shit about Marcus and his fucking four wins. Doesn't matter. You didn't beat Taron. Nice try. Sandbagger himself, top 10, Tim Ware. Tim Ware, I know. Jesus. Glenn Maisie and Knight skipped over him. And uh, no one cares about uh, 11th place. Sorry, Doug Adams. <laughs> He played uh, every social day, literally. No, he missed one at Little Blind Creek. Oh, come on. He only missed one lead day. That's outrageous. <laughs> All right, so enough about the Melbourne scene. Uh, I know that's what we're known for, but uh, yeah, well done to everyone involved. Good on to you and good on to Ryan, dear. But we've got to get to Chump Nationals. That was the big thing that happened on the weekend. We loved it. We were glued to it. Uh, and I thought it was amazing. What do you think, Chris? Uh, scores out of this world. Out of this world. Out of this world. Some I'm hot like, ratings. Yeah, hot ratings. I'm like, they're obviously not playing the Palmina, I know. Yeah, right. Getting me very G'd up for this weekend, I can say that. Yeah. Um, some epic performances. So we'll, uh, we'll recap. We'll start with uh, FA40. They're at the top of the list. Uh, your tip, Margaret Trail. Oh, had it the whole way. Had it the whole way. Had it the whole Second way. Second place, though, to Natalie Jones. Well done, Natalie Jones. Getting it done. Too easy. Too good. My tip, Emily Cameron in third. We were close. We were close. We were close. We're pretty good at this. Yes. We're pretty good at this. What about you guys? Did you have a hot tip for uh, FA40 or you missed that one? Uh, Radio Silence. <laughs> Uh, MA50, of course it was. Had to back of him in. Of course it was. Had to I, back him in. Your mate, or our mate, our good friend of the show, yes. uh, Cranny, gets it done. Very convincing fashion. Um, I tipped Lotus, and what a moron I am. <laughs> Second place, seven strokes behind. Not even close. Uh, Cranny, what a weapon. Uh, I messaged him throughout the week and said, well done. And he said it, it, it still really hasn't sunk into him. So, um, yeah, Australian champion. Australian champion. Australian champion. Bang. Bang. Eagles own. Uh, my old man, you'll see him right down there at the bottom, uh, 19th place. Uh, it was a plus 7,000 in round one, but luckily now it says a 999. The TDs uh, finally sorted that out. He was sick. Yeah. Sick as a dog. Very, very keen to play, came out, uh, but yeah, he was driving to the course and uh, didn't, didn't make it out of his car. Crazy. So, uh, took a COVID test, he's not the reason that uh, everyone got COVID in week one, don't blame him. <laughs> he was negative, he ended up actually shooting two rounds below his rating. Round two and round three, both above, above sorry, below rating. Uh, getting it done would have been a pretty hot score for him. Uh, would have put him right up in the in the top echelon. 66, 68, so getting him fourth or fifth. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, you got a shot to all of them. So sorry, Jeff. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but MA two. We were talking about that. That's where the Eagles were at. Yeah. We had Chris Scott and then Daylight. <laughs> we did. So where's Chris Scott scrolling? Scroll, oh, man. I'm scrolling too far. Chris fight. Scott in fifth. What happened? What happened to our man? Not sure. No, I know what happened. The tunnel hole happened. A little bit of a blowout on the last round. A little bit of blowout on the last round. Slight blowout. And did you see his double bogey on the tunnel hole? Hole three. Every single round. Yeah. Mate. One hole. You can't let one hole ruin your whole tournament. You've done it? (laughs) (laughs) Daz has been there. So sympathy for you there, Chris. But by Um, the skin of our teeth, we did mention the winner. We did. We squeezed it in. We did. We said his name. We did say his name. I think if we roll the tape back, Chris specifically said, we've said your name now. <laughs> so that counts. So Chris Saxby from Obscurity had the amazing tournament in Jumbuck. We didn't see that coming be dominated. And then we thought we had to mention him at least as a person that could get it done. And fucking hell, did he get it done? 13 shots clear of the second place, Edward Lannister. Amazing. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So a neg three overall, Jono. Jono. Ridiculous. Are you shooting neg three this weekend? Neg three? In my dreams, I was <laughs> neg three on this course. Absolutely Chris wild. Chris Saxby, who are you? Exactly. I, I, think... got, I got second in MPO one year with a neg two. <laughs> 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 nah, it's amazing. He's the only person of the whole weekend who was under par. Um, I think round one he was four over, and he caught it back with a what a neg five and a, a neg two. Neg five, neg two, yeah. Amazing, ridiculous, yeah. absolutely amazing. So uh, yeah, well done, Saxby. Sorry we didn't give you enough credit there. Um, and then yeah, Ed Lancaster, as Jono mentioned, second place, Tazzy local. Well done there. One of the uh, higher rated players in the division, so no surprise. Uh, but a somewhat surprise, our man, Matt G, we were just out at a uh, whiskey bar of his recommendation. Uh, what an event by him. Yeah, yeah. Two, uh, second round, third round, plus twos. Um, massively above his rating, 920, 920 golf. Um, slow start with a plus eight. Um, but then, yeah, to pull, yeah, to only go plus two, plus two, second uh, and third round, huge event. No, nah, fantastic. So third place at Nationals, incredible work. But yeah, our man Chris Scott, he ended up in uh, fifth place, tied with no one's friend, Jess Castles. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, ring-a-ding-ding. <laughs> we did tie we, <laughs> we did mention that as a uh, possible tasty matchup, and they went a bit back and forth, but ended up on the, on the same there. And then uh, Taryn Anderson. Melbourne's very own, what, fourth best is golfer for the <laughs> yeah, year? for the year. Tenth place in MA2. So, um, make of that what you will. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should go back to MA1. <laughs> exactly. Come back to MA1. Last so. is last. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, FA2, you coined it as a coin flip. I did. And I called you crazy. You did. No way. Of course, Janet will win. What happened, Chris? Um, look, Janet, Janet got a 10-stroke lead early. Uh, and Anita couldn't claw it back. So what I'm hearing is start to finish victory for <laughs> Jana Ford Adams. Alan was right. Well done, Alan. Great tip. But more importantly, well done, Janet. Yeah. Excellent event. Another eagle victory. Another I mean, eagle victory. The Melbournians get it done. 
And the MA3, no one saw this coming because no one can ever see an MA3 victory coming. No. Uh, I think I tipped uh, our, boy, our boy Mitch Evers and what a disappointment he was. Uh, bordering on a big fat not lie. Like, he's very lucky to miss out on one here. 12th place, Mitch, mate, captain of a street league team. What are you doing? Yeah, nah, disappointing, disappointing. Uh, what was your tip? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. I went there. I went um, old mate Mitch Graham, who came in third. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. But who they all get outclassed by? None other than Jake Coughlin. Oh, of course. Uh, you must know him, Gareth, yeah? He's from WA. Now, well done, uh, Jake Kaufman. Uh, playing well above rating uh, for the event. Amazing work. Plus 11 is fantastic. I, I am aspiring yeah. to that. I think that would be a very good score for me this week. I don't know much about Jake. All I know is once upon a time, he threw a disc into a tree. <laughs> and that's all I know. His PDJ profile picture is a gem. We only point them out when they're gold. Check it out. It is absolutely gold. And what I'm very impressed about is that he birdied hole 18 Three times in a row. No way. That's pretty damn impressive. Stat Pindo, look out, Gareth's coming for you. I'm all on you, Jake. Well done, bud. I like that. We did play that today. Uh, I got a birdie. Did you get a birdie? Luckily. Uh, and Dazzle, you threw a two in. Did you make that island? Not bad. Good nodding. That was a good nod. Loves that. Good nod for the, uh, <laughs> the audio. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, <laughs> Back to it, I, I, I must point out, I feel very bad for Max Tats. Uh, I had the story, and I cannot remember the full story. Oh, I missed the round. Yeah, he didn't miss the entire round. So, uh, I'm a par- let's say I'm paraphrasing here, because I'm just remembering a story that I was told, but was coming to the event and was going to be sort of on time, but ended up with a flat tire, fixed the flat tire, got another flat tire. Something to that effect. Like, shenanigans on shenanigans ends up paying a fortune to just get it resolved. And he made it by, off the top of my head, let's say the eighth hole, and then started playing. So, par plus four. 15th hole. Sorry, there we go. Gareth's got it up. Par plus four through 14 holes. Gets there for the 15th, hits a birdie, and then clutches up on hole 16 for a... Uh, sorry, hit, gets a par on 15 and clutches up on hole 16 for a birdie. So, well done, Max Tats, for just making it out there and getting a birdie in the fucking four holes you ended up playing. So, sorry it didn't happen to you, mate, but uh, well done for getting it done. And pretty solid rounds... <laughs> pretty solid rounds for round two and three. So yeah. big shame. I would have loved to have seen what you could have done with three rounds. Uh, sorry, Max Tats. And a little drive by Dave Gannon disappointed. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, FA4. We had another coin flip. Uh, who'd you end up tipping? I went with the I went with the uh, OG Eagle, one of one of the finest Eagles. We would never disown. Never, ever. Especially when they win events. Of course. I went with Tanya. Tanya Behan, uh, loyal listener of the show, dedicated Melbourne Eagle, one of our finest, as yeah. Chris mentioned. Um, not to be confused with Tim Bohan, alter ego. Yeah. This not, is her own person. Not an eagle and a flog. But <laughs> Tanya Behan, 
Uh, amazing person and a monster victory. So, uh, well done, Zan. Absolutely killed it in the end. And I'm looking at uh, an overall above rating event. So, well done, Tan. Huge. And this one, we tipped this. We've got some SA crew here, so we can get some insight on this. MJ15. Henry Arnold. Weapon. Absolute weapon. We were all rushing. This was, this was my highlight of the weekend. This is the thing that I was paying the most. My old man was playing in this event. And Henry Arnold was the number one person I was watching. Uh, an even event, which I think is incredible. Thousand birdies, I think. A bunch of bogeys as well, but that happens when you're 12 years old. I think hole two, the uphill par five, he birdied it twice out of the three rounds. I've never, ever done it. I'm super impressed. Archer Shaw, uh, all three times. Sorry, I'm getting it from Gareth. All three times he birdied it. Incredible. Archer Shaw put up one hell of a fight with a plus two event. But Henry, just dominating. Well, well, well above rating. Almost MPO type ratings here for him. Uh, like, what do you guys think? That, incredible, right? The kid's amazing. Look, the Henry's, um, Henry is quite new on the scene. He's come out for the first time two years ago when he made an appearance at the Woodhouse Woodpecker. Um, amazing tournament, by the way. Quick plug, uh, come along for the uh, 2024 Woodhouse Woodpecker camping tournament. You won't regret it. But um, Henry, Henry made his uh, premium appearance at the Woodpecker two years ago. And since then, we have just seen him climb. He trains his guts out. His technique is amazing. And he has that fire within um, it's not. It's really not surprising that we're seeing such great scores from Henry. Henry, but the way that he's doing it and the, the all the stops that he's pulling out is just mind blowing. He's doing such a great job. Now, a hundred percent. Archer Shaw three rounds well above his rating, and Henry beats him by two. Don Carter three rounds well above rating. He beats him by nineteen. The kid is still. 12. It's so... We were talking about this earlier. We cannot wait. It's a few weeks away. It's his 13th birthday because it's somehow less depressing to get <laughs> destroyed by a 13-year-old than it is a 12-year-old. Like, the kid is an absolute weapon. Once he can get rid of some of these bogeys... Like, he took an 8 on the tunnel hole, right? Yeah. Insane. Five-shot swing there. A five-shot swing in that one hole... And he still caught it back for a two-stroke victory. So. I wanted to speak of his uh, clutch up on 18. And mm. so, like, you know, he has that tunnel blowout and then uh, go to 17, which is, you know, it's a birdie or bogey hole. And that's what happens. Henry bogeys it. Archer birdies it. There's now one shot in it. And they step up to that tee pad on 18. Clutch, clutch, clutch. Henry hits the birdie, takes the tournament by two. Hole 18 is not a gimme. That's that. far. And oh, that island is not very big. I was 20 short of the island. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it. pretty good going. I like it. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's funny what you see at this level when um, you've got younger minds and younger bodies and younger, um, you know, less experience in the game. It's, it's funny when you track back at Henry's round scores and Archer's round scores, they tend to fluctuate between each other. You'll see if Henry gets onto a string of birdies, you'll see Archer throw some bogeys in there. 
And if Archer pulls it out and starts getting birdies, you'll see Henry crumble. So you can see how much of a mental game it is at this level. So for Henry to be able to come out on that last hole, when it's neck and neck and pull out that birdie, it just shows, like, it's such a volatile game at this age. But if you can be consistent and make those shots and pull it out when it matters, that'll make the difference. Yeah, uh, 100%. I, and I have to agree with John on there. It has been maybe Henry's downfall for maybe about three months. And that was it. That his young mind got ahead of him. And now he just learned that the fight is going to persist. Got to persist, got to persist, got to persist. And that's going to get you the numbers. And this weekend has really shown in that because it has just been mind-boggling to watch the up and downs of the, these whole rounds and for him to keep his head throughout it all and then come out with a victory is just super special for us. It's pretty amazing. So well done, Henry. And well done, Asher Shaw. Oh, of course. Yeah, Asher yeah. as well. Uh, I think one last thing on Henry before we move on. Uh, we haven't done the actual brown round, gold round calculations, but I think you had a quick look and it seemed like he birded every hole. Like, it was pretty damn close. Crazy. It was... Incredible. So, now, well done to Henry, uh, and well done to Archer as well. Uh, Henry's about a foot taller than Archer, so let's, let's see how that stabilizes over the years. But I cannot wait to watch this battle unfold, and uh, I really hope Henry goes to MA2 and doesn't <laughs> come fuck with me. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> next year... Um, I hope yeah. he stays in to be honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alright, we have spoken way too much about the chumps. <laughs> Let's uh, move on to the real nationals uh, this weekend. We had the uh, the doubles today. We made it just in time for that. Um, two divisions in the doubles. It was a, a chumps doubles, so the yep. under eighteen hundred correct rated, and uh, it saw a couple of Victorians take it out. Troy Faramon and James Mennings getting together, and Neg eight. Very impressive. Score. Very impressive. We, were, we were, I think we were still in Melbourne at that point, and we're like, these boys are shooting hot. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So, well done to them. Um, big shout out, though, to Casper uh, Carr Howard and Tosh Frequent with a neg four coming in fifth place. I think that was very impressive. Fire. Yeah, 100%. So, Tosh must have been hitting some clutch putts. She, she can clutch up with some good ones there. Uh, other than that, not too much to speak of uh, because they're, they're chumps. Yeah, Just quietly. We we spoke a lot about the chumps earlier. Not to be rude, but hey, we we they had their moment in the sun. But uh, here's where it came out. We need to see how the big boys are tracking. We got to find out where our tips are at. We want to see who the competitors are, who's going to win, and is anyone surprised that the two uh, WA slingers. slingers, Blake Housen and Alex Canastin dominated with a neg 13 just remember there are 18 holes on this course <laughs> and there are 13 of them they birdie ridiculous like absolutely ridiculous like how impressive is that fire 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 to be honest i um i my money was on was on the wonder duo from act i thought that jade and austin were going to pull it out and mm. And cream the field, but um, it doesn't look like they managed to pull it together so well. No, I'm with you there. I think a lot of people would have had their money on uh, on Jade and Austin, as they're both Canberra Crush boys. That's their thing. They're dominating. They both love a good fairway driver, and Poimena sets up very well for that. But yeah, as you mentioned, Neg 7, 
they got beaten by the likes of Alan Bryce and Chris Ronalds. <laughs> uh, Gareth Morgan, Jonathan Dragon. <laughs> Why do I keep saying your name, stupid? I don't know. <laughs> Gareth and Jono. Uh, they got beaten by Darren and his partner. Um, not Oscar. Sorry, Oscar. But... <laughs> But they did get rolled by uh, Alan Brunsing and Chris Ronalds. <laughs> so. I, I did notice the AT, ACT or ATC Slingers um, took a double bogey on 17. I don't know many trash teams that manage a double bogey on 17. Nah, who on earth would ever <laughs> <laughs> double bogey or 17? Like, it's hard enough to take a bogey in doubles when you've got a quality partner, but a double... <laughs> It's hard. Is there anyone in this room that could attest that how you could possibly... Oh, Dazza, you took a double bogey on 17. <laughs> how does that unfold? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> no further comment. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, closely followed by uh, Dave Perry and Mikey Hare. Clutch, Eagles. Big. Big, big double eagle pairing. DP's not eagles, but he is now. He is, well, mate, he, he, I think he came to a social day this year. Oh, he's a man. <laughs> I don't think he came to one. Oh, he's, we count him anyway. Uh, they were tied with Chris Finn and Luke Bain, the uh, galactic astronauts of Dixylvania or something. I can't remember what it was specifically, their team name, but it was something weird like that. Um, they played very well, though. Uh, not surprising. But uh, it came to a CTP throw-off on hole 18, and Dave Perry put it to definitely 9 metres, and I think Bainey put it to 11. at least 9.5. Yeah. At least. Yeah. I think seven people came out and did a, a step-off, step off. but uh, it, it was clear. Oscar saw it from 100 metres away. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was clear that it was Dave Perry, so uh, nice try. And almost making the cut was uh, our boys, Ryan D and Leo Dykes. Good round. Yeah, sick. Um, huge. We, yeah. we, they've, they've got a high ceiling. And um, let's see how it shakes out for them over the weekend because um, they're here to stay. But we can't go past this event without talking about a couple of special eagles. Uh, a couple of eagles on the tunnel. Uh, my guy, Cy Spencer, and his mate, Diedrich. And also Addison and Atticus pulled out the eagle, but you know that's essentially a ninety meter par four. So you can imagine eagles there. We saw some chumps get to C one on that hole. Yeah, we saw we saw Gareth throw to C one, and oh, it's weird you didn't get the eagle. Oh, did you guys miss that part? We missed the C one. Nah, we just laid it up. Oh, <laughs> just laid it up. You know, okay. it's just, uh, yeah. No, but, that's fine. But there was an eagle on hole two, and uh, we parted. <laughs> <laughs> we part it for sure. Yeah, and like, not I'm not even mad at it. Like, I, for you guys listening at home, you haven't been here. If you haven't seen it, uh, whole tour of this tournament is an uphill par five, a thousand meters. Like, I don't know. I it's mean, so far. I, I don't know if uphill is the right adjective for this hole. I think you more up like cliff? up cliff. Yeah. yeah, like you're throwing pretty much directly up in the air. It's ridiculous. Uh, I've played. I think we. I, I haven't done the math, but I think this is the course that I've played the most PDJ rated rounds at in my entire disc golf career. I have zero birdies on it, including practice rounds. And Jackson Sullivan and our very own Darren Say Smith took an eagle on it today. How? How? What happened? What happened? What is this? This is this is meter the by dumb, meter. It's the dumbest thing that happened today. By a mile. 
Blake and Alex could have shot neg 17. <laughs> Sorry, they, they could have shot neg 18, and your eagle would still be dumber, <laughs> I think. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Good intro. Um, <laughs> I'll give you the Coles notes. Jackson throws real far. Threw a great turnover drive off the tee. Threw a great second shot off the tee. Off the second. <laughs> I digress. I uh, put it to about 14 meters. I chained out. He cashed. Yes. Well, well so done, Darren. Solo eagle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Solo eagle. Well, no, no, I, I, I carried his bag most of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jacko. <laughs> My name's on that. <laughs> now, very impressive. Um, nothing much besides that stands out. Uh, there's a lot of names that I want to mention that uh, Chris and I beat, but that list is so long. Uh, just thought, I don't know if we'll have. I don't know if I have the time. One thing we do have to mention. John is just giving me what the fuck. I know we're gonna mention it. It's fine. Um, Chris and I should have been the lowest rated. Highest performers, yes. Uh, but somehow we got outdone, and now we owe them a dinner. That's, Correct. Uh, we made some mistakes there. <laughs> we did. Uh, but Gareth and Jono shot a neg ten, even though they blew a very easy putt on all seventeen. <laughs> Twice. Twice. There's, there's no need to mention. That. <laughs> Just mention the score. It is to make <laughs> us feel a little better. It is making feel. But no, I'm. I am very impressed. Like. We had a bet on who would finish higher and that they pay for dinner. And if you had have told us that we got neg eight before the start of the round, would you have bet your whole house that we would have won this? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> Yes. I'm looking at all eight um, and it's a birdie fest. And so not only did they miss the, the, the putt on 17, they are one of the very few teams that parred whole eight um, I mean, we also parted out. I was going to say, I'm like, I think you better look at it us. That makes you feel a little Now, very impressive. Yeah. Uh, I think we just had a good vibe. No, we did. So, yes. two teams that had a couple of solid chumps. John and I, definitely some solid chumps. Like, you're looking at the names up. You look at the names up at the top, and they're all legit MPO players and Darren. Uh, and then you see, you see Jono and I crawling their way up from MA1. Crawling our way up. Um, so let's give ourselves a problem. Anyway, the doubles doesn't really matter. Um, although Simon Feezy and his partner were pretty trash. That's concerning. Um, sorry I mentioned that. But uh, it doesn't really matter. What really matters is what's going to happen on the weekend. So we've got one more practice day and then we're getting into it. But i got to know. i got to know. Who are the tips? I have Fish winning, and I have him winning, I reckon, by four or five. Does anyone have anyone other than Fish taking it down? Dylan Feldman. Dazza goes Dylan Feldman. David Perry. You have Dave Perry actually winning this. This is actually your real winning. tip. Real tip. Wow. Jono? I'm so torn between this, because obviously Fish is the big gun coming in from overseas to use his cannon to blast everyone out of the water. But then you've got the likes of Luke Bain, who, when playing consistent, you know, has the possibility to take down fish with a harpoon. But, um... <laughs> yes. And then you've got... Got the, him! <laughs> but then you've got the resting resting Dylan Feldman that, um, that Daz just mentioned. 
Dylan's been injured, unfortunately, for the last year. But do you, can you imagine the amount of putting practice that this guy will be getting in at home? You get him inside circle two, and Dylan's, oh, yeah, it's hard to pick at the moment. But it depends. If Bainey is really on like Bainey can be on, I think we might have a competition on our hands. So who is your tip? We need a name. We need one name. <sighs> so we can Look, shame I, you I, later I, for I, I think Fish is going to get it, but I think he's only going to get it by a couple of strokes. Okay. Excellent. So exactly what I said. <laughs> Oscar. I really don't care who wins, but I do think it'll be exciting. Let's go on the import train. Let's go fish. Fish, let's go. Gareth. I'm going to say Luke B. Alright, before I say that you're all definitely wrong. So, 1,015 is ridiculous. There are no 1,000 no rated players in Australia. We've already spoken about how... That, uh, at least in my opinion, the ratings in Australia are inflated compared to the ones in the United States. So, I think I have a very solid rating. I have about 40-ish rounds in my rating. And that means that that's about where I'm at. There's not much that I can do to change it. Fish has 106 rounds in his rating. And he is at 1,015 rated on the Pro Tour. He's just better. Like, he will have to play poorly, or one of the Australians will have to play very, very well. Let's go, boys. To beat him. Let's so go. I'm not saying it can't happen. 15 rating strokes is not the end of the world, but there's a big difference between 1,000 and 1,015 compared to, let's like, say, 900 and 915. Anyway, once again, Fish will definitely win. Fish v. Field, good betting. Yeah, but, oh, but I, I think today Luke Bain hasn't pulled out his best game, and I'm hoping that the doubles today is his bad round. So starting Friday is going to be his good round moving forward, which is going to give Fish a run as run for his money. I hope so because I'll be watching with bated breath because my round will be off at like seven a.m. FBO. So we've got Cassie Sweeten who has beaten. Sarah Lee for the first time in what feels like an eternity, but it was not just a victory. She destroyed Sarah at Gambia. Like, it wasn't close. Absolutely crushed her. Like, is that going to translate? Is she getting it done? Or can Jennifer Lan, who is knocking on the doorstep, can she knock both of them off? I... Honestly, think Sarah has a bounce back, and I think she gets it done, but I think it's close. Like, Cassie's in some fantastic shape, and she's playing fantastic disc golf, and I think it comes down to maybe the last couple of holes. Cassie wins. Cassie wins? Cassie wins. Bang, there you go. What about you, Dazza? Sarah Lee. Sarah Lee? Jono? Yeah, Sarah's going to bring it out, for sure. Sarah, sure. <laughs> what about you, Garrett? Sarah Lee's been distracted a lot lately. She's been playing a lot of Ultimate. So I think now her focus has been disc golf for the last week and a half. So maybe a victory. <laughs> week and a half. Yeah, and that's all she needs. That's all she needs. I love so it. Let's go. You look at the Adelaide local there, just <laughs> backing her in super hard. Yeah, she's actually putted last week. On Monday, she hit six putts in a row on a, on a practice basket. She's she definitely. I'm win. here for the MP40, Alan. I think it's the best field. I'm so pumped for MP40. I think it's I think it's the most exciting field of the whole weekend. Like, yeah. Uh, you've got Feezy, who the New Zealand stalwart, he's come over to Nationals a couple of times, he's taken it, he's left with it. Uh, he's moved down to MP40. 
I'm gonna say I haven't I haven't spoken to him, but I'm gonna say it's because the cash is fat. The cash is fat nowadays in the open, and there's only really three or four people that are gonna win at an MP40, and there's a lot that could possibly win at an MPO. So if I'm Feezy, I'm also dropping down an MP40. Uh, you got Chris Finn, one of Australia's highest-rated players, uh, been a very good player for a very long time, and Melbourne's own Ruben Berg, Jet. Yeah. This is the kind of course that he eats for breakfast. And Ryan Johnson, who shocked the world, the world last year by beating Matt Hill, one of the, Australia's best disc golfers, hundred uh, percent. So I don't know. I I think I think I think I'm going with Ruben. I think I think he gets it done. I think he takes. I think he takes the chocolates. He gets it done. My tips, Ruben. Big. Let's go. That's Ruben Murray. Yeah, Melbourne. Jono. Look, um, we've heard a lot of talk from Chris Finn saying that he's in absolute peak position, peak um, condition, and that he hasn't trained this much in in forever. I just don't know that if he's gonna like if his if his arm whip is gonna be hindered by the neck brace that's holding up that swollen head. But um, look, I I'm gonna go for Simon Feezy. Love it, great tip, Oscar Berg. Berg, bang! I'm gonna put a spat in the works and see Chris Finn. Chris Finn, no one's backing in Ryan Johnson. Jeez. Ryan Johnson is good. I know, he's so good. So good. He's so underrated. I feel like he's so underrated. I just, I, yeah. And that Queensland course is not dissimilar to here. No, I know. And he dominated there. I see Ryan Johnson doing right. I'm still backing Ruben in, but I feel like Ryan Johnson should have received some love by at least someone. So if he wins next week, I can at least claim that I said he should have. I don't see anyone else in the field. Not even a chance. Going lead card. Like Agreed. that's Lee Cut. Agreed. Yeah, they are they're ahead of the field. Yeah, I think it's those four and then uh Daylight. I love JJ. I love you, JJ. I know you're not listening, but <laughs> I still love you. Um, you're not getting in that top four. Nah, that top four is fire. Mm. Alright, MA1, the spicy division. The one we actually love, the one where I'm the three hundredth highest rated <laughs> playoff. There are thirty nine people in this division, the number one division this weekend. By participants, at least, uh, and cool guys. Jeez, uh, what do we got? Yeah, there's a few to pick from. I know who I'm going for. Who, who are you feeling? I'm going the sidearm slinger himself because there, there is a few out there. I'm going for Mr. SA. I'm going for Hayden McPherson. You're going for Hayden. I love it. He's been playing some very good disc golf. Yeah. Uh, I gave him a very hot shout out at eruption. When I let him know about that, he told me I was a moron, and then he came. <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah. I think he definitely would have been second, but he was chasing aggressively hard for first, and I think he might have ended up in third. Uh, but miles ahead of me in uh, fourth place where I finished. <laughs> <laughs> At eruption. <laughs> a massive tournament, a major, one of the biggest tournaments of the year. Huge field. At least a hundred in out of vision. If you want to um, pause right now, we've got an ad coming on. <laughs> Fast forward three minutes, you'll be fine. But no, uh, hey, yeah, Hayden, great tip. Hayden, very good tip. I, I, oh, I just don't think I can look past uh, Marcus. Mm. Marcus. Uh, so one thing we know about Tasmania is they love losing to Victorians. And he's uh, technically Victorian. Certainly so, is. Uh, I, I think he gets it done. Dazza, you got any thoughts on the MA1 field? Nope. 
one. <laughs> Love it. Jono, you have to have some thoughts, mate. Where, where, what are you thinking? Who, who's beating you? Yeah, You're in the I, mix. I, oh, I'm nope. not sure if I'm nope. in the mix, but um, I've had a... I, uh, I had a couple of rounds with Marcus at Vic Open, and um, I reckon Marcus is going to get it done. I love Hayden. He's a good mate, and he's he's in form at the moment, but I um, I think Marcus is the shoe in. What about you, Oscar? You're also a chance? Because uh, you're not, playing? Definitely not a chance. Well, you're playing. The only thing I'll say about Marcus is he's getting in tomorrow, and then he's getting in one or maybe two practice rounds. Oh, so only his distinct two, advantage yeah. of being much better than us is slightly <laughs> lessened. Yeah, like, lessened. Like, okay. <laughs> Well, what about, uh, does anyone know much about uh, Hayden Fateni? That's what I was just going to ask. He's the highest rated player in MA1, mm-hmm. but no one's spoken of him. I don't know anything about him. It's hard for me to speak on a man. And he's got like an old OG. He's my pick. He's got an OG, OG <laughs> like, like number as well. Yeah. So like he's been around. So uh, Is that your pick? Where are you going with Gary? Well, nah. Marcus Vallado is a great player, but it's nice to see a little... No, non-known name high up there and uh, hopefully give the sandbaggers a run for their money. <laughs> yeah, I <then>. love it. <laughs> Gareth moves up fucking three months ago and all of a sudden everyone else is a sandbagger. Just two weeks. Alright, <laughs> because it's my division and it's spicy, we need uh, I, I need someone from outside the top ten you think is going to be a lock for the top ten. So an outside of the top ten rated you think is going to be uh, a lock for the top 10. Oscar Felber. I was going to 100%. I agree with Darren Say Smith. I think this is an Oscar course. Uh, I think he's going to throw some flippy boy rates. He's going to hit some sexy boy putts. And uh, I think our man who is outside the top 10 is going to find himself inside. To- Toby Canaston. Toby Canaston. Oh, big. I like that. Jono, you got a you got a spicy tip that's going to move his way up. Look, my money was on um head, head, Ed. My money was on oh, Ed Hesley. He's locked in for bottom ten. Pour one out for Ed. Oh, but unfortunately, uh, <laughs> Ed is is not able to play this weekend. He's gone back to Launceston. Yeah, you got uh, you got the COVID. Ed uh, Ed was doing tireless volunteer work. He was doing announcing and a bunch of other stuff uh, for the Chump Weekend. And one of the chumps there gave him COVID. And now he has to go home. Very, very sad for Ed. So, um, who's your tip so, now? Well, the thing is, is um, for years I've had a good mate say he wishes he would play a good tournament. And um, Alan Brunsting, we, sh- we saw a flash of brilliance during the eruption. So Was he- that when I got that six birdies? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the six birdies that ended on the, the easiest hole in the course to birdie. So the whole nine didn't get, uh, didn't get birdied. But uh, the flash of brilliance before that... Look, I reckon you might be due, Alan. I reckon if there's someone outside the top ten who might make it to eighth, I would uh, I would go with you. That's a wonderful tip. I think it's really good by you. Gentle. Oscar? I, I don't know the field, really. Rough. Cool. Oscar <laughs> does not have any idea who... So, um, Oscar thinks that Sam Rubach will get it done. Uh, what about... What I actually, you well, I was quite impressed by your throwing today, Alan. You kind of... I um, am impressive. Yeah, you kind <laughs> you of held up... Um, your poor partner here uh, quite a lot and mm. uh, he was expecting that's for sure sure but I'm going to go for a little wild one and oh, say okay. um, <laughs> Michael Caulfield okay sure oh, yeah. cool he yeah. definitely listens he'll yeah. love that <laughs> 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 I should have checked that before saying his name I do apologise nah that's fine yeah Michael Caulfield nah great guy <laughs> alright nah he can be mates with Jess Castles FA1, this is wild because there is uh, no Emma 
And there is no... How have I forgotten her name now? Uh, Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Georgia. Sorry, Georgia. Uh, there's no Emma, there's no Georgia. And normally we flip a coin between them. And now I just don't understand what to do. Who's, uh, who's going to take out FA1? Jindy, Julie, Laneville. You love a Jindy tip. I do love a Jindy tip. You do love tip. a Jindy tip. Yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> I, I think you're looking too far ahead. And I think uh, Helena Walker's getting it done. Uh, no one else here knows anyone from FA1, so don't worry about you I guys. Do, I well, do. Darren wants to chime in. Yeah, I'd like to say that Sue Summers, oh. team member of Australian... One of your good WDGC good mates, team member. No, that's fine. She good might call. do it. She's the highest rated player in FA1, yeah, apparently. she might be a chance. Mm. Yeah, there's one thing I know about FA1 that the... No, I shouldn't say that. Uh, <laughs> MA40. Uh... Luke Pote is uh, leading the way there in ratings, but uh, honestly, I think our man. Yes. I think yes, our man, does. Yes, he does. Tony, Anthony Majin, he loves Tassie. He I, loves it. I think he might be another person, if we did a deep dive, that the, the course that he has the most PDJ rated rounds at could be Point Meter. Uh, and I think he gets it done. This could be his his uh, crowning moment. I think he comes second. Ooh, to who? Casper. Casper played very well <laughs> in the chump doubles today. He did. Yeah. It wasn't... It was chump. It was chump. Yes, mm. it was chump. I thought you say it wasn't all tosh. <laughs> I thought it uh, might have been. Casper but... also loves it here. We all love it here. We all love it here. Casper doesn't play as much disc golf as I'm sure he would like. But I see Casper pulling one out. Nice. He, he loves Tazzy. Very nice. Tazzy, you got a tip for the uh, MA40s? Casper can't have. For those in the back, he also uh, tipped Casper. Oscar? I'll go with my doubles partner, Tony. Yeah. Uh, Tony, yeah, he's good. Yes. He's going to be good here, I think. Garrett? I'm going to go with uh, John. John Schlobom? Yeah. What a thrown away tip. <laughs> well, it's all right. Just what a thrown away tip. And I hope you're listening, John. You will not win. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just fucking with you, John. Uh, good man of mine. I love you, John. Uh, John, what do you got? Yeah, I, I reckon Casper's going to de- get it done. Biz, yeah. Here we go. Biz, Biz, get around Biz, him. No one backing in Lukey Pope. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I've never seen Casper as a dragon for me. Like he was just—he lives in the wrong city. Agreed. I, I see Casper as an eagle. Agreed. Yeah. I, co- I couldn't agree with you more. Of, of all of the Geelong people, <laughs> of all of the Geelong people, if we can steal one, and only one, I'm taking Casper. Hands down. Hands down. Good cook. We take those little <laughs> eagle wings off, the dragon wings off, and we throw some big fat eagle wings on him. Casper's our boy. Let's go. Let's get it done. Let's go. Done. Sorted. Alright, so we uh, we normally would pick like a matchup or something where you and I go head to head. But we're getting a little bit more spicy this week. We're picking uh, a few matchups. Correct. And uh, we're going to do some tips around the board. And we want our listeners at home to send in their tips. And uh, we're going to find out who can uh, who can get the most right. So, uh, Chris, you've, you've put a few head to head matchups. I have. For us, and I put a few head to head matchups. Uh, what are your head-to-head matchups, Chris? Who, oh. Who've got first? All right, so at the top, I've got the uh, what I'm calling the MPO middleweights. MPO middleweights, I love it. They're not in the mix, but I feel like these two will go toe-to-toe all weekend. Tim Bowen versus Leo Dykes. Big. 
Who you got in that one, uh, Jono? Timbo. I'll tell you what, Timmy hasn't been on the best form recently. But uh, Are you talking about his 10? On um, <laughs> one of the holes at uh, Rupture? Well, yeah, but there's no, there's no major water carries here. So, uh, you know, there's uh, yeah, that risk-reward. We should say the last event at this course, Tim won. Yeah, no, I, th- I think Tim Former will Former two-head open winner. Yeah, let's go, Timmy. Oscar? Tim. Tim. Yeah, Tim as well. Sorry, Leo. Leo Dykes by Mark. <laughs> Leo Dykes. Leo Dykes, there we go. What else you got? All right, coming in second, I've got Battle of the Pensioners. Big. All right, and I know this goes against my tip that I just made, but I'm putting this out there for the listeners. I'm willing to give you Feezy mm-hmm. v. The Field. There you go. Head-to-head Feezy or anyone else in MP40. In MP40. Uh, I am taking The Field as hard as I possibly can. I love Feezy. Terrible doubles performance today. I don't hold that against him, uh, but there's too many killers. Like it's it's him and three others that I think are a genuine chance. There's no way I take the one. I regret this matchup. So I've got the field. Jono? <laughs> yeah, uh, the field. 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 I'm gonna go Feezy. Yeah. Feezy. Thanks, what a Gareth. moron. Gareth doesn't count. Oh yeah, maybe Feezy. Ah, hey, <laughs> let's go. That's a that's a three v three split right there. Yeah. Well, uh, tiebreaker. What do you got? Um, field, I went Ruben. Yeah, yeah, nah, in. yeah. And what's your third? Third matchup? one is Battle of the Ryan's. Now we put this out there earlier, and Ryan Harded eruption went off, but we've all seen what Ryan Dr can pull at the doubles today. Yep. And so this Ryan Hart versus Ryan Dr Battle of the Ryan's. Personally, I'm gonna go Dr. I'm gonna go Dr this weekend, but I feel like it's a good battle. Jono, I'm gonna back in Ryan Hart. Nice. Yep. Go Ryan Michelle. Ryan Michelle <laughs> for Oscar. <laughs> budge? Um, you on Budge, Gareth? Yes, for sure. <laughs> budge. He's, he's back in form. He's, <laughs> he's playing well. He's got some confidence. He's been playing a few tournaments. Nah, yeah, I'm going to do it. Right, well, I, I reckon t- Ryan, Ryan Budge is going to do well this tournament. Oh, nice. Oh, I tipped... Okay. Uh, th- these aren't options, by the way, but that's fine. <laughs> um, I tipped uh, Ryan Deer last time, and I was bitterly disappointed. Ryan Hart played an amazing tournament. Big props to him. But I just, there's no way he backs that up. There's no way there's two in a row. Uh, Ryan Deer gets it done. Guys? Ryan Deer. Thank Ryan Deer. Bang! Uh, what's, right. your, what's your third? That was third. Oh, that was count. third. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so mine are, I have Gareth Morgan, who has recently been promoted to MPO, versus second place in MA1. As in, would your score qualify for either first or second in MA1? Uh, And I think I'm going to back in... (sighs) Very disappointing, but Gareth. He played very well today. (laughs) (laughs) That was bad when I played. Daz? I'm going to go last. Without... Without Johnson in MA1, without Matt Hill in MA1, I know there's Marcus, but... You got Marcus in your fifth, uh, nah, Fateni? Gareth. Nice. I saw it in the flesh. Yeah, no, Jono? Yeah, I reckon Gareth will, um, Gareth I reckon he'll come. second at minimum? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going. Well, Gareth. <laughs> you, G, what are you picking? Well, I'm glad I got the key to the house. And <laughs> thanks, boys, you all going to bed tonight. <laughs> 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 no, um, now, nah, Marcus... 
he's a great player, so um, I'm gonna yeah, back myself. Ah, <laughs> well, I'm glad it's not weird now. I want to back Gareth too. Yes. Well, I've clearly fucked well, up. Well, I just want to say I'm glad I made the move up, Marcus. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. You'll never hear that. So you'll yeah. never hear that. You'll never hear that. Uh, and then my second matchup, I was so excited for, and now I hate. So I'm going to abandon it. My original concept was Alan. Myself uh, versus Henry Arnold, but the fuck he played so good. You think I'm shooting even this weekend? Get the fuck out of here! No way. No one would have tipped that. I wouldn't have tipped that, so I can't do it. Uh, so I'm gonna put myself against Chris Hart, mm. and I'm gonna tip myself because why the fuck would I tip against myself? Daz. Chris Hart, big. That's fun. Alan Bradstone. Ah, let's go! <laughs> yeah, bring it, Alan. Yes. yes. I really don't care, but I'm going to go Chris Hart. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Alan, but Chris Hart. <laughs> Just to keep it spicy. <laughs> I love it. Third. Uh, and then my third matchup, uh, we've got to try to include as much of the house as possible. Uh, so I think I'm going to get... Our boy over here in uh, Jono, and I'm gonna match him up against Eagle Sebastian Williams. Who will finish higher in MA1? Jono versus Seb Williams. Bit of spice in that Seb one. is coming off a couple poor rounds, but is a quality disc golfer. Will he bounce back? Darren. No, he won't. No, he won't. You got, you got uh, Jono? Thank you for asking. Chris? They don't get to play stick golf on hills like this. Seb ain't bringing shit. Jono, you beating him? Yeah. Yep, I am. He doesn't have the mental game. He's um, He crumbles like some apple pie. So, uh, nah. No, I'll back myself in for sure. Love it. Oscar? Back in Jono. Jono all the way. Okay, well, but clearly then... I'll fuck this one up as well. <laughs> because I think Jono will win. Uh, thought I had a couple good ones there, but turns out, no. Uh, <laughs> there you go. All right, well, that's our uh, our Nationals preview. Uh, we've got one more practice day. Cannot wait till this gets underway. Um, we'll do our player radar. We had T. Oh, we, uh, Chris, you got something? Well, I was just going to say, do we, do, we, do we park that? Park what? Player radar. And go to spotlight, not light. How many minutes in are we? Sorry. Who cares? We're fine now. Okay. Nah, so we're doing the player item. Right we're doing the player item. No good shit. We're doing the player item. We got it. Uh, we'll punch through it. Uh, we had talked about doing uh, Leo Dykes and Ryan, and Ryan here. And uh, we've got some ratings for both. Yes, we do. So we'll punch through it. For the listeners at home, Chris, what are we rating them on? Putting. Driving, mental game, and card vibes. Alright, and there's a special category. Which um, I'm not, here, not heard yet. And... There's two of them, and luckily enough, I have a special category that fits them both, and I think uh, Jono and Gareth can both attest to this special category. Uh, pick up basketball ability. <laughs> so they will be judged on their pick up basketball ability for their special category. Um, so kick us off. Uh, you pick a person. Oh, we're going to rate Ryan first. Yep. Uh, we're going to go in with putting. Yep. 
Um, and I'm gonna. I've got, we got some special voters coming in, obviously. Love it. And uh, my guy's gone with four point five. Very good part. Is occasionally off, but it's deadly from C one and C two most of the time. Uh, I've got a four can drain long ones pretty well, uh, but we'll miss some easy ones uh, here and there. So can't give more than a four. But our system rounds up to a four point five. We got a four point three. Correct. Uh, driving. I've got a uh, four point five. Uh, lacking enough forehand consistency for a five. And who are we rating on? He's putting both together. Ryan. Anyway, whatever. 4.5. Very consistent. Can throw all angles comfortably and has more than enough of distance. Uh, get, he gets Dr. Half a point also for his forehand. So also a 4.5. All right. Uh, mental game. 3.5. Has said many times that if he gets a bogey in the, in the first few holes, then his round is over, which has sometimes been true. Although that he's getting better at it, it's still pretty trash. 3.5. My guy has given me a 1. Oofed. And the note just says, trust me. Oofed. Trust me, it's a Um, 1. I I can't do the quick math. We're calling it a 2. Yeah, 2. In our system, you get a 2. All right, sweet. 2. Thank you. Ryan, whack. Whack. That hurts. Card vibes. 4. Very good fun. On the card, loves a bit of banter, uh, but knows when to stay quiet. Um, I will attest to that as well. I have played a few rounds with Ryan. He's good value. Only a young buck, but he's very good value. I, I'll back in the four for sure. Uh, I've got four and a half. Uh, Ryan is so easy to get worked up, which is hilarious. And uh, I can also attest to that. Very easy to rev up. Good on you. So that rounds up to four and a half an hour system. Uh, we're running behind. We're kind of drunk. At, puts, him getting... at, puts him at 15.5. Jesus Christ. Chris did the quick math. I did not. I was going to push that to the next episode, but well done. 15.5. Yeah. With that's, one category to that's pretty high. We're going to wait to the end because they both get the exact same score on oh, the uh, thing. So uh, Leo also gets a four and a half on the driving. He has more distance potential and uses forehand more. So, if one gets higher rating than the other, it would give it to Leo, but um, he hasn't, so it's a four and a half. Four. Absolute sprinkler system. (laughs) 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 And he sprays left, right, centre, but uh, can can throw at 165 metres, so 165 metre sprinkler is still worth a four. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. Uh, On our system, rolls up to a four and a half. Yeah. Uh, Leo gets a four and is putting. Uh, very solid. Can drain long ones pretty well. A clutch putter when he needs to be. Misses Amside a lot though, and he's prone to blow up on social days. Four. Love it. So Excellent. Still two 4.5s to go. Uh, mental game. We've got a 3.5 for Leo. Nothing to complain about. Keeps it together pretty well. <laughs> We've got a controversial one. <laughs> We've got a 3.7. <laughs> In his own world at times, can bounce back after mistakes, though, and uh, bogeys fuel his rage. Loose cannon behind closed doors. So that's a 3.5. Yeah, 3.7 doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, Card Vibes, uh, also a 4.5. I think if you're a child, which I'm counting both of them are because I'm an old man, uh, you're generally pretty fun. He also got a 4.5 at this angle as well. 
uh, lets me talk a lot, which pretty much agrees with everything I have to say, even when I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> when he talks shit, it comes as a surprise and it's vicious. I love it. Uh, 4.5. Bang. What does that add up to? 16.5. No, it doesn't. Whack. There you go. Leo dies clearly much better than uh, Reinhardt. Uh, their special category could put him over. Ryan Deere? Even that. Even Ryan Deere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but unfortunately, they are shit <laughs> at pickup basketball. So, for those who didn't play the Vic Open or who didn't stay in Ballarat this year, a uh, wonderful setup at uh, Fed Uni, gym, basketball court, the whole shebang. Uh, myself and uh, Jono and Gareth, we went down, we played some pickup basketball with Tony, and then the young Mac Ryan Deer and his casual friend at the time, not even a disc golfer, I don't think, Leo Dykes, was there for uh, moral support, and we were like, young, athletic kids, come play basketball with us, this would be a good matchup. Was it a good matchup, Jono? I mean, on paper and height-wise, it might have looked like a good oh, matchup. Yeah. Um, but the results would say otherwise. Yeah, the results would say that we absolutely fucking murdered them and they're <laughs> trash at basketball and that we're basically uh, Jordan and Pippen, uh, which we're not. So uh, I can't do anything but give them a big fat zero in ability to play pickup basketball. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Get better. Uh, Alright, so I've just redone the maths. That means uh, Leo comes out with a 17. Big. Over um, over the 12.5, right. yeah. Nice. There you go. Uh, we don't have the leaderboard in front of us because... Uh, yeah, 17 short of me. We're so doing a whole thing. But yeah, you're not on top. Uh, good luck. You're somewhere near Daz and somewhere ahead of Pat. Right, you got Daz coming. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Alright, long ass pod, let's get it done. Daz is getting impatient, he's about to fucking murder us. <laughs> uh, we'll finish it off with uh, Spotlight Not Light. Yes. Have you got a Spotlight, Chris? I've got a Not Light. You got to have a Not well, I'll start with my Spotlight. Um, Chris Saxby, what the fuck? I mean, I, I, I just I have to give a massive shout. That's huge. I know we pointed it out, uh, but uh, Daz, I made a very good point this weekend. It's not often, it's almost never, I will say. It's never in my case that you can show up to a weekend of disc golf and you have the best score of that weekend for a tournament a three round tournament how many of this like Dazza you've done it Chris have you a three round tournament have you been the best score that weekend the whole weekend no no so only Darren in this room has had the best score of a three round tournament for a weekend a few times he says just quietly as he cracks his 100 beer Chris Saxby you did that Comfortably, so uh, I, I cannot do anything but give you a massive, massive spotlight. I know we've already talked about it, but shit, what a round! There's no way I come close to that. All right, my go spotlight, my quick one. Big. Singapore crew just coming out to Tassie for an event. There's a whole bunch of them. One of my guys, Cy Spencer, a part of the crew, but just huge effort. Like some people haven't flown from Sydney. Yeah, true. <laughs> Alright, uh, my not light, it goes uh, it goes to someone on this table. It goes to Jono. Uh, I've told him all night he's getting the not light. He is unaware of what he's done. Wrong. Uh, so, as I mentioned earlier, my old man was sick. He missed the first round. And I had a bunch of people message or call me to find out what's wrong with Jeff. How could... Like, is Jeff missing? What's happening with Jeff? How come he didn't show up? 
Jono messages me and he goes, rough round for Jeff. <laughs> As in, Jono thought that a plus 72 is just within Jeff's wheelhouse. Like, that's just a rough day for Jeff. Let me remind you that Jeff backed it up with a plus 6 and then a plus 8 after almost dying that first day. But a plus 72, Jono's like, oh man, must have missed a couple putts. What the fuck, Jono? It's plus a million. And you're just like, oh, Jeff. Struggled out there. Must have been windy. Well, 72, 72 is quite less uh, than a million. But um, <laughs> is to, be, to, be, to be fair, I just looked at the leaderboard and saw Jeff down the bottom. I went, oh, Jeff, that's, that's rough. And it wasn't until you let me know that he was sick that I actually looked at his scores. But yeah, apologies, Jeff. Um, normally back you in quite hard. Uh Unfortunately, I saw you at the bottom of the leaderboard and thought uh, thought you'd... Oh, stand back. it! Jeff, down there! <laughs> Fuck, big not lie to you. Uh, what do you got, Chris? Uh, I'm not going to bring context to mine. Love it. Um, <laughs> for, former disc golfer, deserves a not lie, Phil Morgan. Excellent. <laughs> Bit of an inside joke, that's fine. Uh, massive pod. Uh, glad you all stuck around. We've actually scraped it out in just over an hour. Not too bad. Pretty standard for us. Uh, might have lied to these guys and said we punched it out in half an hour. Uh, thanks for every all you guys for sticking around and uh, being a part of it with us. But uh, and thanks all for listening. We'll catch you next week. Yes. Thank Peace you. Peace out. Peace out.